The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. The anointing supplies everything. It will supply a new way of thinking. See, it's bringing back your mental dignity. This is the dignity that Adam had. This is the dignity that Jesus had. The anointing brings that back. But it can't bring anything back if you fear. So you got to make up your mind. I'm not going to fear. Watch this. And I am going to conquer. Hello, Bill Winston here, and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, God is taking us into the land of the giants. Praise God. You see, he's equipped us to do what he's called us to do in that land. See, God said it like this. He said to Israel, you know, I have given you the land. They went and spied out the land, came back and said, the land is there. The land is good, but there's giants on it. You see, every time you take a promise that God has given you, it's going to take a fight. But your victory has already been cataloged in heaven. I mean, they, he already has written who won the fight, and you did. Praise God. Let's go into it. You are anointed for battle. It's called The Greater Works, Volume 2. God does not expect you to ever have fear. And this is the way the enemy gains advantage in people's lives. I don't care what vocation, I don't care whether you're in school, I don't care whether you're in a shop floor, I don't care where you are, that he gains the entrance in people's lives. First, usually because of fear. Let me show you one that's, that's not that obvious. Let's go over to um, Matthew chapter 14. This is when Jesus came to them walking on the water. Look what it says in verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the water, on the sea, pardon me, they were um, troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for what? Underline it, for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid, because fear will pervert your perception. God can't do anything with you with fear. Satan needs fear like God needs faith. Look at verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come to thee on the water. Check it out. Now, notice his request. Got it? He wanted to be like Jesus. But this is an interesting thing that's more subtle. God says in Isaiah 55 and verse 8 and 9, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isn't that interesting? So, those thoughts... So the enemy plays the thought game. And he wants you to think certain things that God didn't say. This thinking is so important because what you think is where you're going to end up. Okay. 
Because normally a person would not think to ask, can I walk on some water? That is not a human thought. I mean, you read it and didn't think anything about it. You just read across it. But who's going to think that? So God is constantly stimulating your thoughts with his thoughts. Watch this. And I'm sure it probably stimulated all of them. I mean, he was shooting thoughts to every one of them, but only one of them received it. Somebody says, a opportunity passes by you once a day to make a million dollars. But what is the perception? Because the world is fear-based. You'll see people come in and say, hey, I got an interview. <sighs> you know they're going to hire me because I am all of that. I, I, I know they're going to hire me. No. They used to say, girl, pray for me. No, 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 no. Hey, somebody was taking an exam the other day. I said, pastor, pray for me. I passed this exam. I said, wait, 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 whoa. We're not going to pray that you barely pass the exam. Oh, Lord Jesus. If you can just give me a 65. No, 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 no. You're going to be one of the highest grades in the court. Come on, come on, let's let's pray. We come from this fear-based society and it's leaked into the church. Verse 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried and said, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? Got it? Little faith, doubt. But what got little faith and doubt to come in? There it is. It's right here. It's right here. Same thing that to get him to put sickness on you. It's right here. It's right here. The Bible says in Job, Job chapter, put it up, 3 and verse 25. Over in Job chapter 3, verse 25, and look what he says here. He said, the thing, he said, the thing which I greatly fear. Come on, help me now. It's come upon me, and that's what I was afraid of has come to me. Fear is like a magnet. It's designed to draw what you don't want. Faith is like a magnet. It's designed to draw resources to you. Fear is just perverted faith. It turned faith upside down. Can you say amen? amen. So I'm just saying that in each one of these places, God was showing me, he said, okay, and what is happening here? He says, okay, I'm taking God's people over to the other side. What's the other side? The other side is Canaan. It's your promised land. God didn't want you to get your mail sent to the wilderness. He wants you to forward it on over to Canaan. Come on, to your big house in Canaan. Got it? Now with that, where is the fence to getting to the other side? 
And the fence to getting to the other side, what we're finding out, basically, is fear. That fear can be and build an image inside of somebody that this fear keeps them from getting to their destiny. Say amen to that. So we got to get rid of all this fear. We got to tear down this thing. We got to make it so that there's nothing that I fear. The Bible says, even don't fear sudden fear. There's no sudden. In other words, somebody give you a report all of a sudden, this thing could take away your business so forth and so forth. Don't even fear. First thing happens when angels show up, they said, fear not. First thing that happened when Jesus, God shows up, he said, fear not. Why? Because he can't do anything for you. The word belief means unqualified committal. It means I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with this. This is either true or we may as well wrap this whole thing up called life and go somewhere else. And I'm saying people are not used to making that kind of commitment. Now, let's do a couple things because you're going to the other side. Now, what's the other side again? The other side is basically the promised land. It's what God has promised you. Now, what's in this land? Something called giants. Giants. Now, God is having you to face giants. Now, there's nothing capricious about the nature of God. He is not going to send you somewhere without equipping you to go there. He is not that kind of God. So I'm equipped to handle giants. So let's come back to 1 Samuel, please, in Samuel chapter 17. And this is when uh, David came to the front line and there was a giant up there. And look what it said in verse 10. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all of Israel heard those words, the words of this Philistine, they were what? Dismayed and what else? Greatly afraid. Same thing that Job was. Job said, the thing that I greatly feared, what's going to happen to me? It's going to come to me and it'll do it every time. But the enemy's job is to get you to be afraid. You weren't built to be afraid. You were built to conquer. You're not out there fighting somebody your size. God didn't tell you to do that. He told you to fight somebody bigger than you. And he'll have you pick a fight. This is David now. David is not going to only fight this guy, but he's going to humiliate him in the process. Because the guy said, who are you, you little runt? I'm putting that this first Winston. And you, you little runt, you're, you're small, you're, you're, how are you going to do this? And here's what Saul told him, trying to encourage him. He said, listen, this man has been trained in war from his birth, from his, from his youth. And you going to fight him? David said, yeah. David said, you don't know, I fought a lion. And I, I grabbed him by his beard. <laughs> and I wrung his neck. And then I fought a bear. Now, for you to go up against a lion, you're going to have to think differently than you're thinking right now. now. Come on, come on, come on now. But the anointing supplies everything. 
supply a new way of thinking, man. See, it's bringing back your mental dignity. This is the dignity that Adam had. This is the dignity that Jesus had. The anointing brings that back. But it can't bring anything back if you fear. You got to make up your mind. I'm not going to fear. Watch this. And I am going to conquer. Giants. I'm not looking for something I can do. I don't want nothing I can do. Give me something I can't do. Now you're about to glorify God. David said this day, not next week, this day, the God that we serve, he said, I'm going to cut your head off. This, 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 this is pretty strong talk for a 17-year-old that's never been trained. But I'm going to cut your head off, man. Watch this. And, and, and move aside. I'm going to feed the whole army behind you. I'm going to feed them to buzzards. They're going to eat their carcass. Did he do it? Yep. See, you've got to give the anointing room to work. And if you only say what you can do, that's the only thing the anointing can do. This is your season. All right. Now, Satan's job is to get you to not take responsibility for your life. Now, I can understand a little baby that can't even talk, can't feed himself. But a 40-year-old, he knows that if you take control of your own life. Now, I'm not saying don't have God in your life. I'm saying that if you will control your thoughts, you will control your world. Because he knows how he gets in. And he gets in through something called suggestion. So, we got to stop this blaming attitude. All right, let, let's, let's do this. All right. Some time ago, I mentioned to you of this story, true story, about this preacher. He's going somewhere to preach to another city. And he had called ahead and, and had the flight reservation and so forth. And he came in. And so he's in the airport, and they were supposed to pick him up from that church, a representative from the church. So they got there, and they didn't see him. And then he went and waited a while, maybe about an hour, and then they called back to the church and said, hey, did he make the flight and so forth? They said, yeah, he made the flight. He called us and said he was there at the airport. Guy looking all around. After another hour or so, he said, excuse me, sir, are you Bishop so-and-so? He said, yes, I am. He said, oh, sir. 
I've been in the airport. I've been looking for you. He said, well, I've been here all the time. And he said, but sir, you don't look like your picture. He had sent him a picture of him 30 years ago. <laughs> all right. Now, now, now let me, <laughs> let, let me, let me say something here. Here is a picture of you. This picture of you says that you always triumph. It says you're the head, not the tail, the lender, and not the borrower. Come on, help me now with this. This picture says wealth and riches shall be in your house. This picture, I'm saying, do you look like this picture? If you don't, there's a problem here. Now, here's what I'm saying. Don't you, because every one of you been called. God chose you with your background, no matter what you came from, how education, no education, been in jail, not in jail, whatever the situation, he called you here. Say amen. My job is to train you to look like the picture in the book. I'm looking for people who will not turn back. I'm looking for people that if somebody falls on hard time, they don't mind getting on their knees and getting them out of it. And I'm saying to you now that we're going to train you up in the way that you should go and you're going to see a difference in your life. Where you've been broke, money's going to start coming. Where you've, come on, where you've been harassed, the devil's going to be put down. I'm saying some of you, by me preaching this today, you're going to be debt free by January 1. See, think about it. All I need to do is confront your fear. See, if I can get your fear out, the, 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 the power will flow. part of that was in the military. And I went in the military. When I went in the military, I got into pilot training. And there is where I learned the man don't play. If you didn't make the grade, if you didn't cut the mustard, they will cut you loose. Watch this unapologetically. They'll help you pack your bags. The minimum that you can make on an exam is 80%. The transition from one to the other, and they pushed you. Here I was in a little light airplane, propeller, and then now time for light jets. And I got in there, and he went with me, and we learned a little couple of days. And then he said, all right, uh, Lieutenant, pull up down here and make a full stop. I said, yeah. I said, uh, okay. He said, I'm going to get out. I said, sir? He said, I mean, he may as well have just said, I'm going to get out and let you kill yourself. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> but he didn't say that. He said, I'm going to get out. I said, sir. He said, you ready? I said, I'm what? He said, you ready to solo? I said, sir, uh, you think I, you, you really think I had enough? Yeah, you had enough. You see what he was doing? Let's go to the other side. Watch this and get rid of all fear. See, it's time for you to solo. And you still looking for a word from me coming here another Sunday, another Sunday. Well, when you going to start doing what I said last Wednesday? When you going to start, come on, you want another word, another this? You can lay hands on the sick in Jesus' name and they shall recover. Sir, you don't quite look like your picture. Jesus said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? This is our time, church. We're going for it. We should be the head not the tail. Come on, we should be the lender. Not the wealth and riches should be in our lives. Not only should we be healed, but we should be looking for somebody else. Now, I'm not, I'm not coming down on you, so don't get condemned with this. This is a message to, to try to encourage you. But let's get going. We've been around this mountain long enough. Are y'all with me? Yeah. All right, let me just show you a couple other things. Y'all there? You, we there, aren't, aren't we? Y'all still love me? Yeah. Well, even if you didn't, I love you and we going on. Praise God. All right, let's go to Job chapter 14, verse 7. All right, remember you're going to face who? Giants. You're bigger than me. God's about to take you into a problem area that you've never had a chance to solve. But he's going to let the power of God work through. He's going to take you into a battle that you may not be able to win. Not in your own ability, but he's going to give you the victory. The challenges of life can often leave you feeling trapped, frustrated, and unfulfilled. And even those who have found success in their life sometimes feel they've hit a roadblock, keeping them from their ultimate dreams and goals. Well, the time has come to break through these roadblocks and remove the limits the enemy has placed on your life. God's Holy Spirit is ready and waiting to deliver Jesus' promise of greater works in your life right now. Your time for transformation has arrived. Call us now at 800-711-9327 or go online to billwinston.org in the U.S. Or in Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or go online to billwinston.ca to order the message, The Greater Works, Volume 2. In this life-changing teaching, Dr. Bill Winston explains how to expand your thinking and stop your fears from blocking your destiny. You'll learn how to look beyond your physical senses and tap into the spiritual greatness God has in store for you. Accomplish greater goals. Achieve greater purpose. Take your understanding to a whole new level of prosperity, not only for yourself, but for the lives of those you encounter daily. 
Let the Holy Spirit open doors to possibilities you've only imagined and prepare yourself for the anointing of wisdom, opportunity, and protection in your work, home, and relationships. Don't settle for unanswered prayers one moment longer. Activate your anointing today. Call now to choose this teaching in either DVD, MP4, CD, or MP3 formats and begin to drive fear out and allow the power of God to flow into your life in every way imaginable. Total fulfillment is yours to claim, so don't accept anything less. Know that you are anointed, you are built to conquer fear, and you are guaranteed to triumph over any challenge set in your path. God has called you to a new level of greatness. Now, answer that call today. Operators are standing by. I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that have come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now, we've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in and need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you, for the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks and that this family member was, the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in a coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 11:16 a.m. in the morning. And that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life, call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The prayer call center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online 
at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.